we have to stop trying to fix people and situations that are breaking us. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. In this season of life, I have been thinking so much about the fact that I have historically had a hero personality. I've been that way my entire life. I take on other people's emotions, other people's issues from, you know, a person saying, oh, I'm hungry. I'm the first to say, let me get you a snack. What do you want to eat? Do you want to go out? Do you want to go with your groceries? Like, what do you want to do? To someone struggling with their mental health and me going above and beyond, like staying up late to talk with them and help them problem solve and give them support and advice. Like I'm really in this season of life questioning those behaviors because I've always been this way. And I'm realizing it is actually a maladaptive or unhealthy trait that I adopted to survive my childhood that's no longer serving me. In my childhood, I perceived that I needed to be responsible for other people's emotions, namely adults in my world, and care for them. Look out for my brother, look out for my parents. You know, I just felt like I was brought on this earth to support them in whatever they needed. And it got me through a lot in life. And now I'm learning the more that I overextend myself, the more that I fall into that hero complex, the I can save anybody from anything, big or small, the more depleted and exhausted I feel. It's not fulfilling. It's not satisfying. But you know what is? Boundaries. Setting expectations. When I work with clients, whether it be in my coaching world or the therapy world, or even with friends, I have set such firm boundaries with my time, my energy, my resources, my knowledge, my skill. Because... It's exhausting to constantly be giving all of that away to everyone else without checking in on my own needs, my own state of mind, my own health and happiness. And I want to have this conversation because I am positive I'm not the only person who has struggled with this, who has fallen into these behaviors. Someone says, jump, and we say, how high? And I don't want it to be that way for us anymore. There were a lot of years of my life, like decades, where I thought doing anything for myself was selfish. Where I thought setting boundaries was selfish. You know, uh, laying out expectations in a relationship was selfish. And now I'm realizing that 
it is far more selfish to not do those things. Because when I don't set boundaries and expectations, it leads to resentments and anger. And the relationship starts to fall apart. So I am doing both of us a disservice if I don't set boundaries. If I don't, you know, clearly lay out my limitations. If someone asks me for help and it's not something I'm able to provide, whether that be energetically or time-wise or financially or whatever it might be, like if I can't provide that, I don't need to break my back, bending over backwards, trying to figure out a way to do that thing. So even let me give you like an example of small ways this is happening. Derek will say, you know, something like, come home from work and he's crappy. And I'll say, what's wrong? Is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, it's just a stressful day. My brain, again, this maladaptive form of survival that it adopted in my childhood still kicks in, right? That pathway in my brain is still really strong. So I immediately go into problem solving mode. I immediately take on his crabbiness from having a stressed out day at work as my personal responsibility to fix. When he didn't ask that of me, right? He didn't come home and say, babe, I had a really rough day. Could you help me out? You know, here's what I need. No, he just said, I'm crabby, I had a stressful day. And I automatically thought, oh, I got to fix this, right? And this is all happening on like such a subconscious level. So it's really important that we try to shift our awareness and, and bring insight to this. So now I notice he comes home, says he's crabby, and that gut reaction to make his favorite dinner or put on his favorite TV show or you know, let him go downstairs and play video games to do whatever he needs to do, right? Even though maybe I am tired out and would like for him to take Lars or whatever it might be, like just foregoing whatever I need for the sake of his well-being. Instead, I might ask him, do you need anything from me? Is there anything I can do to help? This allows there to be communication to be compromise. So he could say, you know what, tonight I would love to just order pizza because, you know, then we don't have to cook and clean up and dirty the house and whatever. Like, let's just order pizza, watch a movie. And so then I can say, oh, great, awesome, love that. Rather than playing the guessing game of, let me take care of you. Let me check in 50 times if you're okay. Let me do this and that for you. Let me, you know just try to guess and perceive what you might need. We have to stop doing that. Giving him an opportunity to tell me exactly what he needs puts responsibility on him, and then I can set boundaries and limitations more easily. Because if he says, oh, I feel like, you know, I really need blank, if that's not something I'm able to fulfill or do, I can then say that you know, hey babe, I know you would love for me to make meatloaf tonight because it's your favorite and I hear what you're saying and what you're asking for. I'm just not feeling up to it today. How about we make that together this weekend? Tonight, do you want to just order pizza? 
Then we have this dialogue. And I am not sacrificing like, oh, you had a crabby, crabby, stressful day and you come home and I just automatically start taking care of you even though it's not within my capacity right now? No, we're not going to do that. We are going to compromise and have a conversation about it. So that's what I really like about this new found awareness and insight. Same goes for my coaching clients, my therapy clients, you know, let's say dialoguing outside of sessions with one of my coaching clients. I give them access to me on a app, a messaging and, you know, text and voice app and we chat, we catch up, you know, they use that for more in the moment support. There have been seasons of life where I allowed my clients to message me 24-7, like 365, every single, you know, whenever they needed me, go ahead and message me. Now, granted, my notifications aren't on, so I wouldn't get a ding to my phone or anything, but the little badges above the app are on, so I would see when I have a message. So I could pop in when I wanted, but I would find myself, especially if a client a coaching client was perceived to be like really struggling or in crisis, staying up late into the night to support them, messaging back and forth, you know, so much throughout the day. Um, And it was breeding a kind of codependent relationship because I was jumping in to rescue them every single moment that they were having any struggles And not giving them a chance to problem solve, implement the skills that I had been working with them on, on their own, you know, work through things, follow up with other resources and supports. I wasn't giving them a chance to do any of that because I was jumping in and trying to save the day constantly. So now I have amazing boundaries when it comes to my additional support outside of one-on-one coaching calls. You know, I'm able to say I log in to Voxer a few times a day, Monday through Friday, Uh, maybe on the weekends, you know, if I'm feeling spicy, right? Because I don't like to follow hard and fast rules most of the time. But, you know, I don't lay out the expectation that I am going to be reachable 24-7 anymore. And my clients understand that and they respect that. They understand that they might not hear from me over the weekend. They understand that it might be a few hours before I get back to them. They might even be the next day before I get back to them. But we have the mutual understanding ahead of time so that we can both respect that expectation. And I think it's really powerful to set limitations for yourself to not try to be Wonder Woman or Superman, you know, like being realistic about what you have to offer is going to lead to much more fulfilling, satisfying relationships, connections that are real and not one-sided or exhausting If you leave interactions and engagements with other people feeling depleted, that's a huge red flag that you are not upholding your boundaries. Think about your job. You know, these last couple of years, especially with COVID, have been rough, right? Most places are down employees, short-staffed, and the staff that they do have are being overworked and underappreciated. And when you think about that, 
How do you leave work every day feeling undervalued, unappreciated, and depleted? And I don't want that for your career, but definitely not for your personal relationships. And so it does become your responsibility to have the insight saying, where am I jumping in and constantly taking on responsibility for other people's wants and needs and regulating other people's emotions and handling their problems when that's not my duty. So you have to be able to look inward and notice and acknowledge honestly when that's happening in order to start setting better boundaries, in order to be effectively making changes that are going to improve those areas of your life. The hero complex is tricky because we convince ourselves that we're doing good. We're taking care of other people. We love that. It, It makes us happy to support the people that we love. And I get that. And it's important that we're not doing it at the cost of our own well-being and sacrificing our own mental health and our own wants and needs. We can love on and take care of and support the people who mean the most to us while maintaining good boundaries. Okay, you guys are amazing. Thank you for hanging out with me today and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.